and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. All right, it's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is October 31st, 2021, Sunday. Happy Halloween to everybody. Hope everyone's doing good out there and having a good uh, wicked celebration. Wherever you're doing that, whoever you're hanging out with, uh, celebrating with your children, uh, make sure you know, watch out for them and keep an eye out for them. There's all sorts of craziness goes on. Uh, as we know, on what is, among occultists, the birthday of Satan. That is what Halloween is. Uh, believed to be this is a time for a lot of dark, dark things to happen, and a lot of abductions happen with children. So a lot of kids go missing, so make sure you uh, keep an eye on your little ones, and make sure you know they don't eat too much candy, and they don't get into, into too much trouble. Lord knows that's what I was doing. This is my favorite time of the year, uh, besides Christmas, obviously, get all the presents, but... Uh, the candy that you got hooked up with on Halloween, growing up in Los Angeles, I'm going going around and terrorizing the neighborhoods, getting candy however I had to get it. Uh, it was so much fun being a kid and going out and, and I guess being a hooligan, if you will. But uh, definitely, you know, it's a time to uh, to have some fun, but also make sure that you're you're safe and and taking care of everybody around you. All right. Now up at the MetalDen.com site, I've got the new uh, report, How to Kill on Halloween, the 93 Murder of River Phoenix. This is part three. This is the concluding report. Uh, very heavy stuff. I think it's something that a lot of people are going to be interested to read. Uh, it uh, really goes deep, more d deep than I, I think any uh, expose on River Phoenix's death has ever gone. And so uh, it's very, I think, uh, important to understand Johnny Depp's role, potential role, in the uh, what would be essentially a murder of River Phoenix. And so there's some, lots of just uh, shocking information that, that's in there. Uh, that you want to check out the MelDen.com site. Of course, we've got some other stories that are up right now. We're always constantly updating the news stories at the MelDen.com. We've got Motley Cruz announced uh, the McRib Piece of Your Action Challenge. That's uh, that's something that a lot of fans are going to have fun with, isn't it? Um, 
But Motley Crue is celebrating their uh, 40th anniversary as the world's most dangerous rock band. And while Crue fans anxiously await the boys' return to the stage in 2022, they can now take part in a nationwide promotional campaign that is allowing fans to enter into the band's saucy piece of your action challenge. Always known for taking a walk on the wild side, Vince, Nikki, Tommy, and Mick will be back better than ever next year. In the meantime, they're asking their most devoted supporters to show out in force at all local participating McDonald's locations. So apparently they want you to uh, get out and, and devours, uh, devour as many of these uh, McRib sandwiches. Um, if you eat, whoever eats the most in one sitting and takes a, a picture of it and puts it on Facebook, the band's Facebook, that is Motley Crue's Facebook, you can win um, concert tickets and, hang, and a hangout session with Motley Crue uh, in, during their comeback uh, tour in 2022, a special VIP guest. So uh, apparently that's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty cool contest. Uh, other stories that uh, going on at themailden.com include uh, Avatar has debuted a new song. You want to check that out. Uh, War Call has unveiled a new music video, Intoxicated. Omnium Gatherum has announced the Origin North American Tour 2022. That'll be uh, all sorts of dates. Definitely check out that list. Shining Star has debuted a new single. Uh, Deicide has announced a 30th anniversary tour for Legion album. Uh, Zornheim has debuted a new lyric video. And uh, Cultist Black is joining the Rise of the Machine North American tour in 2022. So all sorts of cool stories, uh, new stories, constantly updating, new stuff going up. Definitely check out the Melden.com site as well as my personal site, randyrocketcody.com. Uh, do have the uh, unfortunate news to report that uh, my Twitter for Randy Rocket Cody has uh, been terminated, permanently suspended by Twitter, just like the TMD Twitter and uh, TMD's YouTube. No advanced warning. And so, you know, that's pretty big stuff in terms of the way they're, they're moving against people like me, anybody that's got you know, an opinion or something that's against the narrative that they're pushing, the New World Order, uh, they have problems with that. And they have problems with me making fun of, of guys like Vince Neal, you know, who really he does it to himself. I mean, all I'm doing is reporting what he's doing. You know, I didn't push Vince Neal off the stage. Uh, One billion impressions since 2017. So just in the past four years, uh, had over 1 billion impressions. And I mean, that was a lot of it came during the Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington reporting, just massive reporting that was going on all around the world with me involved. And so that got a lot of views, but a lot of, a lot of views been going on for other stories. And uh, so I'm real proud of that. Um, you know, that you'll constantly be seeing more stuff going up at randyrocketcody.com as the year comes to a close here. We'll be doing more of the investigation on uh, 
the Zodiac Killer, uh, the Black Dahlia, and uh, Jack the Ripper. So we'll be doing a little bit more on, hopefully, the Titanic and Brandon Lee. So we're probably going to try maybe get to Chester and Chris another time before the year is up, but it may not happen. They may not get reported on again until the start of 2022 for those who are waiting for that. So but we've had lots of great reporting going, you know, check out randyrockatcody.com. Lots of great reports on Chester and, and Chris are there that were from earlier in this year that'll keep you up to date. Okay, so hey, before we get rocking with some music, just want to send thanks out to everybody uh, that's been supporting my work and getting the word out there. I do want to give thanks out to Metal Wani site in Germany, um, as well as Metal Addicts site. Uh, these are some of the sites that I see that are supporting, you know, my work, my journalism, getting it out there, the stuff that I'm, I'm posting, uh, whether it's on Vince Neil or whoever it's on. Uh, it's nice to see other, you know, sites put my work up, you know, because I am being heavily censored. Obviously, they're shutting down all my platforms, um, you know, and doing all sorts of, of things to keep, you know, to keep my work from being read then, you know, it should start sending up some red flags, you know, it, that, that I'm on the money with my reporting, and that's a problem for everybody, you know, and so there you have it. And as far as my hoax articles and the stuff that I do t t for shits and giggles, uh, you know, look, again, like I said, Vince Neal is his own worst enemy. I mean, this guy has, has, has really done nothing but just continue to go where I've never seen another frontman go in my life or in any 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 in the history of, of rock and roll music. So he's he's really gotta get it together. This is something he's done to himself. However you want to say it, there's a lot of people saying, you know, Rocket, you're trying to make him out as a drunk and stuff and all this, and you're coming down hard about being an alcoholic. Listen, he is an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, that's not a secret. That's not you know, that's not, uh, and that's not, I'm not making that up. You know, these are these are people, including the limo driver, Al the limo driver, who I, I just put out the big story and I got a lot of reaction. Al the limo driver uh, for Motley Crue, who uh, was driving the, the band around back in the early days and apparently helping them uh, score virgins that they could have sex with, uh, Nikki Six and, and Vince Neil, and primarily. And so, you know, this this Al, the uh, limo driver, is the one who spilled the beans. I didn't. He's the one who's gone out and said that Vince Neal's the, the raging alcoholic and that he's he, you know, feels sorry for him and all stuff. And that he's in the worst shape of his career and all this, you know. And so, you know, this is not words that I'm putting. You know, it's not coming from me. It's. I'm giving you guys a source to who is saying all this. There's a long hour long or so of audio of him being interviewed by the same uh, people who interviewed me at one time, the guy, uh, uh, Ed Opperman, Opperman Report. So look, you know, th this is something you, don't, you need to start paying attention to is that there's a lot of other people out there who are going to start to support what I've been talking about for all these years and how, how important Satanism is to the rock and roll industry and 
uh, and just straight up debauchery, you know, and and doing things like Vince Neal's been doing, which is drinking himself, you know, one foot into the grave, and that's where he's at right now. Vince Neal needs to take a long look in the mirror, you know, while he's healing and, and getting in better shape, and he needs to he needs to start to say to myself to, to himself. You know how how bad do I really want this in terms of to get back out there and rock for the fans, and and do do the Motley Crue thing the right way, you know, um, or do I want to go out there and half-ass it like I've been doing these these solo shows and falling off the stage and whatnot and making a, a joke of myself and quitting songs, you know, halfway through, walking off the stage, can't sing anymore. He's saying, I'm, "What what are we to 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 expect?" From, from a band that has not put out an album in over 12 years, a studio album, and has not uh, done any touring in a number of years as well, half a dozen years or whatnot. And and they're all in their in their 60s and older. You know, Mick might be 200. We don't even know how old Mick is. So, you know, the bottom line is, is that a lot of fans are, are really starting to freak out because they, they've postponed this big comeback tour thing twice. And now with Vince falling off the stage, a lot of people are starting to ask questions in terms of, you know, is it possible that they could replace Vince Neil? Again, which is something I was talking about before <laughs> and explaining to you all that that's something that's on the table. John Karabi, whether he wants to admit it or not, Okay, because there is a, a thing, such a thing as, you know, uh, you know, there's agreements that get signed when this stuff happens to keep to keep you to keep your mouth shut. And uh, I, I believe that if anything like that has happened, of course, then Krabi is gonna gonna say that he's not part of any any sort of uh, uh, secret plan to oust Vince Neil at the last minute and, and to put him in his place. Again, there's a lot of people talking about this. I'm not the only one. You know, John Karabi came out. Yes, he came out and said something to me about it as well. Uh, he said something to the media and to the fans. So he's already put it out there that that he he's not he doesn't want to be part of this. You know, if they do need do need his help. But listen, people, again, we have no idea what kind of shape Vince Neal is in right now. You know, he's he's fallen off the stage. He's broken ribs. He's injured himself. Um, so there's, you know, we've got to realize that not only the healing, amount of time of healing it's going to take, but the fact that he's going to need to get himself back in shape for the stage in terms of his vocals. Uh, so whether he's going to get himself a you know, a, a vocal coach, someone that can help him with his singing so he can get that back on track. Not sure what's going on with that, but typically that's something that most, you know, major artists will do. You know, if they're going to go back out on tour, you know, they're going to they're going to record another album that, you know, they're working with people. So that's that's not something that's, you know, just far out of realm of, of possibility with Vince Neil. He, and he certainly does need you know, a refresher, of course, in, in how to sing, man. I mean, I watched that performance of his, uh, the, the show where he fell off the stage. Holy God. 
I mean, God bless him, you know, it was probably a good thing that he fell off the stage that night because, man, he was, he was, he was horrible. His singing was atrocious. I mean, it's the worst I've ever seen in his career, the worst I've ever heard. And so, you know, he needs, he needs to get it together. And I think, as I said before, I'll say it again, I think it's his belly. He's got to get rid of the belly. You cannot have that belly and not only, you know, not be able, you know, you can't navigate on a stage. It's dark. And not trip over your feet. I mean, anybody would know that. And you can't, you know, expect this guy to be out of shape, to be just completely getting hammered where he can't even talk straight to the fans when he tells them happy birthday. Forgets words that, you know, from his songs. And these are things that people are pointing out on YouTube. It's go, go look at his YouTube, his performances, his solo concerts here the last uh, six months. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So let's just keep it in, uh, in proper perspective. You know, a lot of fans are starting to ask questions. They're starting to get pissed off. A lot of them are starting to demand a refund for this comeback tour of Molly Crew. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's get rocking with some music.
Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs, why these f Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, all right, God damn it. Hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. So. And you know something, in spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds, I don't get flu, I don't get headaches, I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because i got a good, strong immune system, and it gets a lot of practice. Well, I've only got one thing to say. And what's that, Jack? that's all. No, no, no.
Here's a guy who's rather unusual. And I love people who are different, you know. When I say rather unusual, you know what I mean when you meet him, okay? We all love him here. Let's have a nice warm reception for Sam Kinison, okay? Here we are, Sammy. Ah, baby, here you are. Baby, I love you, I love you. I'm going around the country. I'm trying to get as many people as I can not to get married. I promise never to get married. I've been married, and I'm just trying to help. Okay. Jim here has never been married? You never been married? <laughs> What's your name? Michael? Well, Michael, if you ever think about getting married, if you ever think you've met the right woman, you want to settle down, change your life, you do me a favor, Mike? Remember this face. Because if you get married, Mike, that's going to be your fucking face every day. Well, there's one good thing about marriage. I don't want to put the whole institution down. There's one good thing about marriage. Best thing about marriage is that these are connected. They don't come on. Because if they did, your wife would take it as soon as you got married. She'd go, you're married now. You won't be needing that. I'll just take care of that for you, okay? Now, if you want this, it'll be in my purse or in the refrigerator. What? You're going out of town with your friends? You can just leave that here. Oh, it's true. You'd see all these guys on the phone going, hello, guys. Yeah, listen, I gotta cancel that. I can't make it. No, I'm not gonna be able to go. She's got my dick! No, she won't give it to me. I talked to her all day. Yeah, she got the spare, too. Well, she's upset. I tried to, I tried to sneak out of the house with this morning, and I was halfway out the driveway. She came running out of the house and I had to give it to her right there in the street. Okay, I'll ask her. Hold on. Uh, honey, it's the guys. No, they just called to uh, say that uh, they're all taking theirs. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just going to take mine because I didn't want to stand out. You know, everybody's taking theirs. Okay. She said no fucking way. Yeah, she said no way the dick stays here. Yeah. Do me a favor. If uh, you guys see me working on the yard and stuff and around the house next week, you do me a favor. Do you love me? You do me a favor? Kill me. Kill me, strangle me, shoot me, run me over. Whatever it takes, I'm in hell! Ah!
guys so much. Thank you. Where you from? Fucking epic. I love it. Hey, it's a miracle you walk me out alone. It's a miracle I stay on the side, you. This is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking. Shout the devil. And, uh, and do, do some feel-good stuff in, four, in big old 4-0, big old you man. All right. See you later. So I, there's religion, or at least uh, um, religious associations in a lot of your music and I'm curious to know having that been your past mm -hmm. where are you at now with regard to religion well I don't I, I don't follow any particular one um, I don't I don't think there really is any particular thought or or book or ideal to me that that completely resonates with me I think that there are a lot of really cool ideas and and a lot of different kinds of religions um, and then there's a lot of it that I don't agree with, and there's a lot of superstition, and, and um, you know, ultimately, I, I think I'm just sort of a free thinker, and I'm kind of open. Um, and, um, you know, I, I just, I feel like we sort of focus on, on right ways and wrong ways too much, and um, I think it's, in a sense, sort of scary to just be born and live life, and, and I, I understand the, the idea of kind of grasping onto um, a particular thought of wanting to kind of feel like you somehow have a handle on the unknown, but you know what, the unknown is, is the unknown. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also at this point in, in time, and, and looking from this point back, so, so many bad things as well as good things have happened based on people just sort of blindly following religion that I kind of feel like I want to stay away from any type of specific denomination or any religion period if for no other reason than just that. Um, I, I don't want to be involved with anything or condone um, any school of thought that, that on, at, at some point and in some way causes um, the death of innocent people or, or tragedies that just are where uh, you know, initial fantastic ideas distorted. Um, uh, like the life, for example, of Jesus is well documented. It's corroborated by different people who, um, you know, had different backgrounds and, and different levels of education, and they wrote about it. We know that this guy existed, and we know pretty much what he said, and it's pretty simple. Um, everything from that point on, in terms of um, in terms of wars and, and uh, fighting over land and territory and religious things, um, none of that was ever included in anything he said. Uh, his message was pretty simple. It's like, be be really nice to each other, and and uh, everything will be okay. <laughs>